Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. You probably think you know fairy tales. Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood. You probably think that they're cute and boring. But the real stories aren't cute and boring at all. The grim fairy tales were weird and sometimes gross and often scary. And in the podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, you can listen along with a group of other kids as I tell them those tales. The episodes are sometimes grim, sometimes grimmer, and sometimes grimmest. But no matter how creepy it gets, we'll always have a great time guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and discussing what these tales mean to us. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. Hello there, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This stomach-churning tale, Story Club members, might make you not do incredibly stupid things on a dare. It's one I call This Side of Parasite. Dude, drink it. Peter Nelson hated when his friend, Derek Williams, told him to do moronic stuff. We're gonna get like a million likes and subscribes on my YouTube channel, Pete. Fine, I'll do it. For 20 bucks. Um, yeah. Everything changes when money's involved, doesn't it, buddy? Fine. I've got enough birthday money saved up. Now, ready, set, action, Pete. Peter picked up the bottle of Lyman, a bottle of lemon-lime soda. He'd been sipping it with his friend Derek as they were jamming out to their favorite hard rock band, Wigwam. The music had gotten so exciting, he was air drumming, then accidentally knocked over his soda. Half of the contents spilled out before he noticed. When he picked it up, there was only a little bit of the sparkling liquid at the bottom. And something else. A worm or a caterpillar of some kind. He'd never seen anything like it before. It was green with a bright purple stripe and was about three centimeters long. It also had two bright yellow eyes that seemed to stare at him with a dead gaze. It didn't move, so maybe it drowned in the liquid. What's the harm? Pete thought. It's probably just a caterpillar. It is spring, after all. Except this one won't turn into a butterfly later in life. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. He lifted the edge of the plastic bottle to his lips and sucked down its contents. The carbonated water and the worms surged down his throat. It didn't taste like anything. And he didn't feel it move, which was good. Excellent, Derek said. I'm so posting this. That night, however, Peter didn't feel so well. His mom had fixed his favorite meal, baked macaroni and cheese, but he could only stomach a couple of bites and then had to excuse himself. His mom asked him if he was okay. Peter said he was. 
Derek texted him and said that the views, likes, comments, and subscribes were rapidly climbing on his YouTube channel. They demanded Peter keep swallowing more disgusting stuff, and they offered what it could be. Roaches, spiders, maggots, and garden slugs. Hearing this made Peter feel sicker, so he decided to lay down. He woke up early in the morning. He was so tired, he'd forgotten to close his curtains, so the full moon bathed him in silvery light. Peter had some of the weirdest dreams. Things kept floating through his brain that didn't make any sense. They were kind of like fever dreams, but even more troubling, intense, and scary. He kept seeing green caterpillar-like things in the images, and he even turned into one in his nightmare. Thank goodness the night was finally over. Peter raised his hand to wipe the sweat off his forehead when he realized that he didn't have an arm or a hand. He was covered in a large gelatinous goo. Feeling panicked, Peter rose, which was difficult as he didn't have any arms to help him up. Then, Peter noticed he didn't have any legs either. It was like they'd grown together. His pajama pants were ragged and torn. All this had happened in the eight hours or so when he was asleep. He climbed off his bed and crawled across the floor to the door. Entering the hallway, he slithered into the bathroom and shut the door with his tail. With his head, he raised up and snapped on the light. If he could scream, he would. But his mouth didn't seem to work the way it once did. Staring back at him in the mirror were two yellow eyes, a long green body, and a purple stripe running up each side. He was the worm he'd swallowed. How was this possible? What kind of creature did this? Had he swallowed something from outer space? Or some kind of species on Earth that hadn't been yet identified? Whatever it was, he was in trouble. How could he turn back into fun-loving Peter Nelson? It's not like he could go to school or play basketball as a big giant green worm. His mom and dad couldn't see him this way. Nobody could. Maybe this was some kind of weird phase or something. Maybe it would wear off. So, Peter took off to wait out his condition. But the more time he spent away as a crawling creature, the less he could remember being human. Peter had visions of traveling millions of miles through the stars, a swarm of green worms on a tiny vessel the shape of a cocoon, hurtling toward our planet and then crashing, the worms dispersed. Yes, now that the worm was him and he was the worm, Peter had its awareness. Now, all he wanted to do was make more worms like him. His human family was sleeping, so this would be an opportune time. Peter slithered into his old kitchen, and from his slimy green skin, a tiny worm crawled out. Then, several more. It's like he was made up of millions of worms like him. They scattered in the kitchen, looking for places to hide, for food to climb into. One found a half-eaten granola bar, another a bag of potato chips, and another a box of raisin bran. He would hide and wait. Eventually, his family would feed, ingest worms, and then be like him. They could all be together again, taking over the planet with their new squirming species. Okay, so I've been hearing from so many of you at ivy at gokudgo.com. Thanks for that, beloved listeners. 
This story goes out to a couple of our listeners who emailed me. Danvir, who's 10, and Easton, who's 7. They both liked my gross-out tail goulash, and Easton also enjoyed the licked hand. So, I dug up this gut-burster from the putrid story file so they could enjoy more body horror. Who doesn't love a revolting little yarn from time to time, am I right? <laughs> Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.